And welcome to another new episode, new week, week three of the Two Minute Drive podcast. I am your host, Abraham Trevino, alongside with my boy, Palace. Let's go. Robert. What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, some uh, interesting week two, right? Some week two games in the NFL, and uh, we'll, we'll go over some of them, and uh, we've got some topics to go over. Um, first, first things first, I want to, I want to go and share some top news that happened. I mean, it's not in your words, they're not big news, whatever, but, uh, (laughs) Cam Akers today got traded to the Vikings, a very running back needy team. Uh, would Mm -hmm. you say, would you agree with that? I would, but I'm also in the belief that I think, I think their season's done because they're, they're pretty much over it with Kirk Cousins and, um, I, I don't see them winning a lot of games. I don't even see this addition of Cam Akers being <clears throat> that big of a deal. Um, I, I preferred he would have gone to like a contending team or a team that's still like thriving for the season, you know, like a Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still, um, you know, may need another rusher there. Baltimore, who just lost J.K. Dobbins. I know um, we could mention the Browns with losing Chubb, but we heard also the other news is Kareem Hunt signed a, right. a deal with them. So, there were, there was just a lot of different options, I think, but it also depends on what uh, what value they were giving up the Vikings. Yeah, uh, what, what kind of trade value did they get for him? Uh, it was like a fifth fifth round pick, I believe. Okay. Um, not it, it's not going to really hurt the Vikings. Um, mm. but yeah, I was I was at in the middle of work and and my my ESPN alert went off and it said Cam Akers to the Vikings and mm. all of a sudden I'm getting these fantasy alerts from all these Fugazis. Oh my gosh, let me pick him up and uh, like as if he's going to already produce and I'm like get the fuck out of here, man. He's he's remember folks, he's injury prone. Um, he hasn't had a rushing a thousand yards rushing in like two or three years. I think since the Super Bowl, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Um, I mean, you know, th- this is maybe like a low cost kind of deal for the Vikings. Uh, see what happens there. I, obviously, they thought Matt and see here we go, Robert. We talked about this where they let Dalvin could go because of money, and now they were like, oh, we got Madison because you know he had a couple of nice runs here and there when when Dalvin Cook was out, but now him being the full time running back. It's not the case now, and and I, I I don't think Cam Akers is the answer. I think maybe it'll help him out, but how many games is he going to give you? He's got to learn the playbook, right? And then not only that, but like I said, he's injury prone. So how many games is he going to give you? You know, he's not going to give you a thousand yard rushing. He's not like that anymore. True, it's not uh, that big of a pickup, and then it's just the ongoing thing about the running backs right this season, and it's just been a bad right. break for all of them. Barkley going down, Chubb, um, who else? Uh, I mean, Cook and Hall are doing okay right now in New York, but is, is that going to be like a good enough answer now that you don't have Aaron Rodgers? So like they're catching all these bad breaks. Cook was yeah. brought in there to complement Aaron's offense, and now he's not there. So like, what does that do for the value of Cook and whatever that happens with the rest of the Jets' uh, season going forward? So I, I don't know. It's just uh, to me, it's really a nothing move here on Cam Akers. But hey. He's got to go somewhere, yeah. right? so I guess good for him. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's good. I mean, um, I don't want to spend too much time on that because I, I really don't think that was – I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and then you also mentioned Saquon Barkley. I mean, he's out for three weeks now yeah. with that uh, with that high ankle sprain. So, on there, uh, what what do you think now? I mean, is there – I mean, is there panic? I know we're going to go over, uh, you know, which 0-2 team, and, and we'll get to that in a minute. But um, – is there a panic in in the Giants? Well, actually, because they played the the Cardinals, right? Yeah, 
And then they came back. The Cardinals were up 28 to, to 7, I believe. And then New York Giants came back. But, I mean, you know, it's the Cardinals. Going forward now without Saquon, do you see any kind of downfall from the Giants? Or is there is are they going to miss a beat? Because, obviously, Barkley is most of their – uh, productivity on the offense, right? Well, the Giants, like, they won Sunday, but it was more like winning the battle but losing the war. Um, I, I still think they're in bad shape right now, just again, going back to the Daniel Jones thing and then deciding to go all in and pay him that big contract when it really should have been Barkley, even though he's injury prone, but he's like the star of that of that squad, and now he goes down and you, you Daniel Jones needs Saquon to complement his game to be somewhat formidable and now you take that away for three weeks, you're what, one and one, but yeah. you're in a really tough NFC East right now with the Eagles and Cowboys are going to be like your top contenders. And even Washington is not like a, a shoe in as far as like being an easy W, like they're two and zero right now. So um yeah, it's, I don't know if panic's the right word, but it's not like they were, they had a high trajectory anyway, but yeah, I mean, we'll see, but yeah, this, this is not good for the Giants either way. Yeah, I mean, three weeks, you know, a lot can happen. You can go 0-3 and, and you're, what, 1-4 and four now. So yeah. you're you're having to fight or you're having to use him when he gets back and then yeah. you overuse him and then we don't know what happens. Mm. Um, moving on from that, Joe Burrow has that strained Oof. right calf muscle. So now his uh, he's uncertain for this week coming up. I mean, that's got to be big because this, this is the injury that happened during the preseason, right? Correct. Uh, and I remember Jamar yeah. Chase saying like, hey, don't rush it back. It's okay if you come back week four, week five. It's a long season. But right, right. now they're 0-2. Um, this is how they started last year. But, you know, obviously this was Burrow working his way back through a, an offseason injury or uh, surgery that he had. Uh, but this one's different. It's a lingering one. And uh, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little worried. Um, Joe Burrow is someone I do enjoy watching. I think he's, I think he is the guy. You know, he's the one that Yes, he lost to Mahomes last year in the AFC Championship game, but he's also he has a better record over Mahomes over most of these young quarterbacks. So, I think he's the guy. But again, it's just like the curse of when you get these big contracts, and either an injury happens or you're not as productive. And it's not looking good right now for my AFC prediction for the Super Bowl, which we've had time to think over for a week. So, I have my revised pick, which we'll discuss right. at some point down the line here in this episode. But yeah. Uh, bummer just because if he's out, uh, that just means less stars. And I love seeing my stars on Sunday and no Joe Burrow's bad for business. It's a tough one if he doesn't play. Yeah. All right. So moving on from the top news, um, you had, you had mentioned this to me uh, a couple of days ago and I was, I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, we can go ahead and, and, and put this as one of the topics. So you, uh, threw out there, which Owen two team should be in a panic mode. Mm-hmm. So so we got the Broncos, Chargers, Bears, Vikings, Bengals, and Patriots. You want me to knock off first, or you want to go ahead and... I mean, we can dive into a bunch of these, because a lot of them, I think, are going to be the yes for me. But you can run through, and um, we'll, we'll see if we agree or disagree. All right, well, let's start with the Broncos. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I, really, I, I, I really don't say panic there. I mean, this is first year for Sean Payton. However, they probably had high expectations going mm-hmm. into the season with him being the head coach. Um, I, I haven't seen Russell Wilson really improve. He's done okay, but they haven't really played anybody that can contend, make them mm-hmm. contenders, you know what I mean? So um, I'm not really going to say they should be in a panic mode. 
Chargers. Um, I will say that they should be in that spot um, only because. Oh, wait, wait, hang on. Can we can we go back a bit? Because I want to. I guess I want to comment as you're mentioning these teams. So let, let's go back to Denver real quickly. I'm going to disagree All with right. you and say yes. Sean Payton coming oh. in, high expectations for him. A loaded AFC West. Owen, two you're last in the division right now with the Chargers, and I think the Chargers will. They'll get it together, uh, although there's more to talk about with them. But, uh, you know, they they were pretty good in the first half of the game against the Commanders, and then they blew that lead. They were they were good on script, but once it came to the second half, um, all these little mistakes, they were being dominated. And, you know, this continuing calling out of Russell Wilson by Sean Payne, which is good um, as far as, like, accountability, but also – I don't, how much longer is Russ going to handle it? And how much longer is Sean Payton going to take it? And maybe he ends up benching Russ by like the halfway point of the season. That's a hot take, but I can see that in the play. Yeah, I just, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not saying they should panic, but you brought up some good points as far as, you know, bringing in Sean Payton and then with Russell Wilson. What a, what a major turn of events with Russell though, you know, him being dynamic in Seattle and, mm-hmm. and, you know, having so many great years there and, and coming back from behind, you know, beating Green Bay and getting into the Super Bowl And, and now he's there and it's just like, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Like he's a rookie or something like that. I, I don't know. Um, that and he feels like he aged quickly. My dad mentioned this yesterday when we were watching TV. He was like, Hey, he's also older now. Because uh, Colin yeah. Coward kept mentioning, like, oh, he was so dynamic in Seattle during the Super Bowl years. But, like, you think about it, that was almost like a decade ago. So, or we're nearing yeah, close to it. So, you know, Russell's now older. Um, I mean, not in life, but, like, in terms of football. Like, yeah, he's he's older now. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, I want to give it maybe two more games. And then we can probably be like, yeah, you should probably hit the panic button. Okay. Uh, you want to move? Let's move on to the Chargers. Um, they're without they're without Austin Eckler, your top rusher. Yes, there, there's the other back that we yeah. didn't mention that's out. Right. Yeah, he's out. So and and he's you know he's injury prone as well. But when he's healthy, he's a beast. Uh, mm-hmm. He's out now. Um, Hurt my fantasy team. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, uh, the receiver look, Robert. The receivers. Uh, oh, man, what's his name? That he's been there forever. You got um, Keenan Allen. You got uh, Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. He's been there for so long, but mm-hmm. they haven't really done anything to upgrade in the right. And then they have Mike. I know it's Mike Williams, and he's also injury prone as well. I mean, he'll give you some good games, but they're not. You know, you're not going to double team uh, Keenan Allen anymore. You're going to double team maybe Mike Williams, but then you take both of them out of the equation. They don't have the tight end anymore. Well, um, um, so are you are you saying no in the panic or yes in the panic for them? Yes, in the panic because okay. I mean this is this is supposed to be. I mean, you brought in Kellen Moore, right? Because mm-hmm. he was supposed to be the mastermind in the offense, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and he's supposed to supposedly supposed to upgrade uh, uh, Herbert and make his game progress and be better and their own too. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, it's, it's I, definitely... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter that. I agree with you, but also the Chargers have put up 50 plus points in these first two games and they're 0 and 2. So what does that tell you? Um, they can't get the defensive side of the ball right. And they have a lot of loaded money on their roster. Bosa, yeah, they do. Khalil Mack, JC Jackson, and Staley's supposed to be the defensive guy and he can't get that side of the ball right. And that's the reason why they're losing games. Why this defense lets teams get away with third and longs all the time. This coach has got to be on the hot seat real quick. If they don't win like their next three games in a row, um, I can say they'll probably cut this coach in the middle of the season and have Kellen Moore take over. That, that's just 
if it go continues going this route because the offense is not the problem here. Justin Herbert's not the problem. They're putting up yeah. points. The defense has to step up, and we're not seeing it. And this is just going back all the way to the playoffs last season with Jacksonville. Like, they let them make that huge comeback. It wasn't anything on Herbert or, or the offense. It was the defense. But, uh, Robert, I mean, can you agree that they haven't really – done anything anything to kind of like load up uh herbert with some weapons on the load up they're and... scoring points abe i just told you they put up 50 plus uh, points in these two games that's more yeah, than most teams have done in, in these two runs the offense is not than, the problem not more than the cowboys anyway oh, please. Uh, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to but that that's later. not offensive points let's be realistic <laughs> um come on i gotta right. keep it keep it real here no uh, no 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 okay. come on are we, abe, are we good? 50 points we're averaging 25 a game come on like that the offense right. is not the problem Okay, but but I mean, would you go well now that your running back is out? I mean, shouldn't you have been the one for going for Hunt? I mean, he's he they knew he was going to be out, so you got hey, look, uh, what's the other guy? Fournette, Fournette's out there. He's mm-hmm. not done. He's still got some uh, some gas left in him. Yeah, but Eckler's also one of those pass catching backs, and I, I don't see Fournette in that role anymore. And neither like a Kareem Hunt. He's more of a power back. Um, and plus, you got Herbert, so he can sling it. So. They can get away with not having. I mean, we'll see obviously in, the, in their games coming up. But I think when you have a quarterback like him or like a Mahomes or a Burrow, you can kind of get away with without having like a top running back there uh, in the backside. But I mean, we'll see. That's just my opinion. All right, so let's get on to the uh, next zero and two team, which is the Chicago Bears. You <laughs> know what, Robert? I, I, this isn't a panic. This was a panic two years ago or three mm-hmm. years ago when you when you drafted uh, Mitchell Trubisky, when you traded all those picks to move up and get him. Um, I, I mean, they've been they've been in a panic mode for years. So uh, yeah, for this year, no, nah, they've been on my panic mode. Um, I will tell. I will say. Um, Who's the uh, quarterback? What's his name again? Um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Look, man, he's great kid. I just think they're not, you know, they're not teaching him. I think they just threw him into the wolves too early, and and I think he's having to do a whole bunch of stuff, and it's not happening. Yeah, they brought in another uh, explosive receiver and more when they traded for him, but I don't think that's the issue. I just think I think he needs more development. I think he needs to sit, you know, a year and and watch a veteran go in there and do that, and. Um, you know, I, I feel bad for this team. I know they're going in a different direction now, but I, I wouldn't put them in that panic mode because they're not going to do anything this year. Right. Um, so a couple of things about the Bears. Uh, the first being Fields today, I think, in his press conference kind of threw the coaching under the bus as far as like the play calling. Um, in this game against the Bucks, I was watching it back, and you can see there was a lot of times where there was wide open receivers and he just wasn't letting go of the ball. He's holding on to it too long. That's what's causing a lot of those sacks. Uh, the defensive coordinator resigned today for the Bears. So right. I don't know. There, there might be like inner turmoil inside there that we don't know about. It's hasn't really always been the most steady of, you know, the front office and stuff like that. I mean, what coach is this already? Was it Eberflus? How long has he been there? Like, I don't see him lasting much longer. They need to get, they need to get like a real like hard headed person in there that's going to create a culture and, you know, like a, a Jim Harbaugh or something like they, they need that strong of a personality to create that culture there in Chicago, because I just don't see it with this staff and yeah, poor Justin Fields. Like, I mean, and, and yeah. another thing me and my dad were discussing was like, man, it, it's kind of sucks that they're, that they're now just throwing all the rookie QBs out into the fire now where yeah. it used to be like, they would develop, you know, Aaron Rodgers, 
even Patrick, Patrick Mahomes sat a bit before they got their chance to really, you know, polish their game and then just get out there. Jordan Love, we're seeing like he's doing like, okay, not the greatest, but, you know, we're, we saw him develop over the last couple of years and now he's able to get in there and, and run the offense. And, you know, real quickly, this is like nothing to do with it. But if you were watching Bryce Young on Monday with the Panthers, he just looked completely lost. Well, lost. yeah. Did you did you see the one play where uh, the running back had to kind of push him over? Yeah, you're not, you're not that lined was bad. Up the center. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I it's like, oh, I mean, man. it's easy to make a meme out of it and be like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. But also, like, these are young kids, man, and they need time yeah. to develop. And I know the league's faster now, but you know, yeah. sometimes we need to go back a little bit. Maybe let these guys learn a thing or two, and then put them out there, not just right away. This, uh, this, the NFL is, is a, it's a man's league. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not in college anymore. College and NFL are two totally different sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, when you're in college, you can dominate because they're, they're all kids here. Yeah. You're coming into grown men and it's a lot tougher. You're having to face, you know, guys that have been in the league six, seven, eight years that have to have time to develop. So they're coming after you. So I mean, yeah, and there's something against these young quarterbacks. I, quarterbacks i just feel bad because like you said they're getting thrown into and they're like hey when is the game like yeah, what the hell like exactly. what am i gonna do like yeah. what am i gonna do so um yeah i, I feel bad and, and i think justin fields needs to go i think i think i heard today call it might have been colin howard or, or whatever his name is colin that might have said that he needs to go to an organization where he can have some time to develop and then take over the reins eventually. Mm. Like he needs to, you know, I, I'm going to throw this out there, not because uh, it, it's your team, but the Pats. I mean, to have Belichick kind of develop this guy, mm-hmm. and and I mean, I can see that. But I mean, they have Matt Jones, so I don't, I don't know. But you know, but you, you get what I'm saying. I, I, to yeah, I get a, totally get what you're saying. Yeah, to to have a coach like you know Belichick to kind of just be the one mentoring you, and then you have you know your veteran quarterbacks. But anyway, um, I don't think the other teams? panic. Vikings are the next one. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and say yes for them. And the reason being is because in the past years, they've made it to the playoffs. They've been that hard team. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had the the weapons on there. But like I said, I mean, they're letting, you know, they're trading some of their star players, even on defense. And I think they're playing more to get younger. I think now it's kind of like a, not a rebuild, but try to get younger and not older. Mm-hmm. Um, cousins, I don't know. I don't think he's the guy. He can get you some games, but he can't. He's that train that can't get you over the hill. Um, so like, like I, uh, just to honor Jake Ramirez, who's off this week. Uh, he's got work. Um, but isn't it the same type of thing like Dak Prescott? I just think he's that same type of quarterback that could win you games, but it's not going to get you over the top. Yeah, Dak Prescott. Anyway, uh, we can get into that later. But but the Vikings, I think they're they're heading into a kind of like a rebuild kind of stage uh, coming soon. I and um, yeah, I'm gonna say yes for them. Um, for me, no, because I, I always thought that they were gonna take a major step back, losing Thielen, losing Cook. Um, they were like 11 and something last year in like close one possession games and nine times out of 10, like you're going to lose those games. So, and that happened already. It happened week one with the Bucks, And then um, they lost on Thursday night to the Eagles. You know, they were playing catch up. They just right. they didn't have the firepower to to keep up with them. And, and I knew losing Thielen was going to hurt as far as like coverage on Justin Jefferson. And, you know, all this talk of like the Jets should go get Cousins to salvage their season. And maybe you should trade Justin Jefferson away and all that. But they won't trade Jefferson. I think they're going to, pay him the big contract but 
they're going to need a quarterback. And so that's why I don't see them winning a lot of games and they're going to be in that Caleb Williams sweepstakes and all these other yeah. good quarterbacks that are coming out of college next year, including possibly Shadir Sanders from Colorado. Um, he's showing himself to be a really huge uh, prospect and he's opening up a lot of eyes there with the scouts. So there's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a good quarterback draft next year. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. Um, next team, the Bengals, I'm going to say no, they've been mm-hmm. in this kind of situation before. Um, I don't, I don't see us or anybody panicking. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. And, and this is in honor of Jake Ramirez. <laughs> if you, if you were to tell me, like, do I have put my faith in Dak Prescott or Joe Burrow coming back from an injury? I'm going to put it on Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I trust him. He can get you the ball and, and he can be the one to scramble around and, and he can stay in the pocket and he's got that great, he has great quarterback vision, mm-hmm. um, versus anybody else. So I'm going to say, I'm not going to panic with them. I'm going to say yes. And my counterpoint is I agree with your points if Joe Burrow was in the NFC, but he's in a loaded AFC where. Right now, they're not even number one in their division. That goes with the Ravens. Um, the Browns are one and one, and they got a really good defense. Um, who who's else is in their division? The Steelers got a really good defense. And the difference between this season and last season starting to win two is that Joe Burrow was working his way back from a surgery or healing from something like that. This right. time, he re-aggravated something that kept him out of the preseason. And who knows how bad it is and how much it's going to linger and they can't afford to lose a couple more games. And, you know, at that point, they may be fighting for a wild card spot. And I think this is a team that really needs to play at home for some reason. I don't know. I just feel that. Um, so I'm going to hit the panic mode a little bit here. Um, 0-2 is obviously not a good start. But re-aggravating that injury is going to make it worse. And that means how long is Joe Burrow going to be out? I don't even know who the backup is in Cincinnati, to be honest. Yeah, I don't um, And either way, like, I would – probably pick against them whoever is the backup um and, and that strong AFC conference again if this were the NFC where there's really only really three contending teams right now what is it Niners Cowboys and uh the Eagles um but if it were NFC yes whole hundred percent agree with your points but it's in the AFC there's little room for error so it's not looking good for the Bengals right now all right and to our last team your team, the New England Patriots. Oh man! I'm gonna say push that panic button. Um, this is what year three of the Mac Jones era. Yes, and um, I, I think you know his first year, him being a rookie, phenomenal. Man, he was he was amazing. He was great, and I even had them going to the freaking Super Bowl. You know that year um, because he was just so good. He was electrifying. And then last year it took a setback, and then this year it took an even more setback. And and you know they picked Ezekiel Elliott up, and I don't know what the hell they were thinking there. Why? I mean, what for? Uh, he had he had two carries or three carries for twelve yards. Good gosh. Um, anyway, um, I I don't think Mac Jones is the problem. Uh, I don't think Belichick's the problem. I think their uh, their offense. I I think they 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 wasted money on two of those tight ends. Are they still even there? I think Hunter Smith is still there, right? Hunter Henry's still there. I Hunter think Henry's was, there. Uh, Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith. Smith. Um, I forgot if he's still there or not. I, I should know this, but I'm, I'm thinking think about other things right now with this team. Um, yeah. I'm going to hit the panic button 
if they lose Sunday against the Jets, which we'll get to that later in our week, week three picks, if they don't win Sunday and the Jets got a really good defense, even though Dallas had their way with them, um, then yes, I'm going to hit the full panic button mode. Um, they're, they've been playing from behind these last two games. I know there were two good teams in the Eagles and the Dolphins. Um, but you know, the offense is good, but I feel like they're slow. They, like, they take forever to get, get going. And this team's not built to come from behind. This, this team is built to like do drives or like Brady would do back in the day. They'd get up to all these leads and then chew out the clock. But now they're having to do that in trying to catch up, but they can't score quick enough. And Miami was freaking super fast. On Sunday, the defense right. is good of the Patriots, but man, they could not get to Tua uh, for their lives. And right. um, all these games that used to go the Patriots' way, it's now like flipped opposite. Um, I think they would benefit from a, a number one, a big number one receiver, like you know, if they had a Mike Evans or a Devontae Adams, someone that could stretch the field, and Mac could like launch it and just open up the field more, and they can score quicker. I think that would be good for this offense, but I don't know. It's going to take. Um, I don't know, either the trading deadline, if they're still in it, um, they go get somebody or, you know, it's full panic and the season's going to be lost and we're just going to have to wait till next season. But it's not looking good for the Patriots right now, even though they've been in some of these games, but it's after falling behind and then having to play catch up. So it's it's not been fun for this Pats fan right here. Yeah, I, it's got to be tough for you. Um Real quick before we go to the next topic, mm-hmm. staying with the Pats, they play the Jets. Hypothetically, let's let's play hypothetically, hypothetical right now. So, are if, we wanting to do that now yeah. or during our picks? You want to bring up this nah, hypothetical nah, 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 situation? Nah, nah. Well, okay, you know what? Let all right, let's let's save that. Let's save that okay. for, for that game because I, I think that I picked that game to be my game of the week. Okay. anyway, let's let's save that. All right, so topic three. I I said so on Monday night. I sent you my. Itineraries, and I sent you everything what I was going to talk about. It topic oh three. Gosh, here we go. How about the Cowboys, Robert? Huh? I was going to scream, but everybody is getting ready into sleep mode, so I'm just going to be calm and, t- and tell you how about them. I'm going to talk real quick, and I'm going to go over some stuff, and then you can you can chime in on your little two cents. Not going to matter, but I'm going to pound my chest <laughs> in honor of Jake Ramirez. Okay. Huh? The, the Cowboys thirty, Jets ten. You know, they, they've scored 70 points in two games, and the opponent has only scored 10. 70 to 10. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Can you say that's all defense pretty much, right? Yep. So, Zach Wilson went 12 to 27, 170 yards, had a touchdown, three picks, right? Their leading rusher was Zach Wilson with nine carries for 36 yards. What happened to Brees Hall and Delvin Cook? Shut down, right? Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott went 31 to 38 for 255 yards, two touchdowns. Okay. Let um, me chime in right there. I'm going to give Dak his props this week. Way better numbers this week. Did a lot more with the ball distributing and all that stuff. So I'm going to give him his props. Okay. Uh, all right. I have nothing negative to say about him this week. Yeah, he almost had that pick, had uh, Sauce Gardner mm. or, or drop that pick, and then I think they trolled him after that game. But anyway, uh, leading the rush was Tony Pollard. I, th- I think Pollard is still kind of uh, trying to get into the game mode, but he was decent, 25 carries for 72 yards. Usually a, a master, a, a big running back would get you 25 carries. That gets you about a buck 25 usually. But, you know, 72 yards, not bad. Uh, receiving was uh, C.D. Lamb, 11 receptions for 143 yards. Not bad. He had a couple of good plays, you know, where they took three or four defenders to tackle him finally. 
Um, and all, I saw this game and, and I was, I was impressed, Robert. Uh, I, I know that they had that one big bomb to Garrett Wilson. They started pounding their chest because it was a blown coverage from my guy, Gilmore. And I felt like, he <laughs> oh. <should've>, uh, <laughs> I felt like he should have got that, but, uh, he, he bounced back, but here's, here's <clears throat> the Cowboys next three games, Robert. And I want you, and you can go ahead and, and talk after this, but I'm going to say the next three opponents. And just give me a give me a record of what you think they'll be by the time they play the Chargers because they they've got the Chargers right after say so here's it so they play the Cardinals next mm-hmm. they're at they're in Phoenix they play the Pats we're going to be there live mm-hmm. and it's in it's in Jerry World and mm-hmm. then they play San Fran at San Fran so um, out of those three games what do you think the record would be for the Cowboys I mean do you see them uh, five and zero oh? By the time they get to the Chargers, or you see, am I talking in this? One? Are we talking in this three week stretch? Yeah, because the, okay, the next so three opponents, Cardinals, yeah. Cardinals, Pats, Pats, 49ers, 49ers. 49ers. Okay, um, let me talk about but, this. But, but but be realistic. I know oh, I'm going to be realistic, so, but can I talk okay. about this? Can I talk about your topic first? The yeah from Sunday. Okay, I want, I want uh, you to really good. It. Really good dominating performance by the defense, which I gave them all their props last week. They're an elite defense, a Super Bowl-type defense. That has never been my issue with the Cowboys. Uh, The Cowboys are going to be able to do this to a lot of teams that don't have an elite top quarterback. And this was the same thing last year with the Cowboys where they could beat up on teams like this. But when they started facing those quarterbacks that are on the top tier, like super elite level, then that's where they started to struggle. Uh, I'm going to remind you of, I forgot it was like a season. It might've been the last season of Tom Brady's uh, tenure in new England, where the defense was just overpowering, like dominant, like in, in the same range, like 70 plus point differential to however much the opponent scored, but they were playing a lot of bad teams where I, I left that out of my narrative. I, I just kept boasting, oh, the, the Pats D, the Pats D, look at how dominant they are. But they were beating up on a bunch of like nothing teams. But then when it came to the teams that were contenders, like they had issues. So again, for Dallas, it doesn't matter for me how dominant they are against a Daniel Jones, against a Zach Wilson. I want to see how you're going to do against the elite teams like a Niners, uh, the, the emerging Dolphins with Tua, a Justin Herbert, Char- Trevor Lawrence, those type of quarterbacks, even a Joe Burrow. Um, how are they going to fare up against those kind of teams? And to answer your second question about their record, I can see two and one because I really don't think they're going to match up well with the Niners. I think the Niners are still are, are the team that just has their number. And I'm I'm just being realistic. I think they're just well-rounded all, all the way around until Dak can prove me otherwise that he can win on a, on a stage like that with, he has the defense. So now he, if, if there's going to come a point where he's going to have to score, you're telling me with all the chips down, like, are you going to bet your life on Dak Prescott winning you that game? That's always going to be my reason for not going all in on saying this Dallas Cowboys team can win it all. Do you want to, you want to wager on this? What are we wagering? That, what's I, what's the bet? I, not what not what not what uh not what the winner gets, but what what's the bet? Well, I say the Cowboys go three and zero by the time they they go five and zero by the time they play the Chargers. 
You so got them going two and one. I got them going three and zero in this stretch. And you say two and one, you like you scoff like if that's like that's still like above five hundred. Like I don't know what you want. Like you're what are you saying? Uh, yeah. They're going to go undefeated? Like I mean, I think so. I I, I believe so. They're they're playing at a high right yeah, now. You're I, you're so I, back I, all in after no, being no, no, on the no, no, Jets no, 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 nuts no, 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 no. all I'm, preseason. I'm injured. I'm rehabbing. I'll be back by the Super Bowl. No, so Aaron Rodgers is is rehabbing. You're you, you're a fugazi. That's what you are. Uh, I, I I say I think I but, think this year. But can we can we be realistic? Like I'm, I think I'm being pretty fair with the Cowboys. Am I not? Like no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying you're not. Okay, but, but I'm, I, you scoffed I, at my two and one, and I just that's well, that, that's bugging I, me for a little reason. I I I think they can. I think they'll beat San Fran this year. This is the year that they'll beat San Fran. Or maybe they'll beat them in the regular season, but I don't think when it counts, when it's all on the line, maybe we can do two wages. We can do it for this one, but if they meet up again, like in the, I won't even say NFC Championship because I don't think you'll get that far. Um, oh. If they meet in the divisional round again, it's like round three. Um, but what do you want to wager for this one? So you think they're going to go three? You want to die? I think they're going to go three. No, you're saying they're going to go two and one. You want to do a diet do? Can I do a six pack of Powerade or something? Oh uh, yeah, six pack. Yeah, we can do that. So six. Since pack. we're we're in gym mode still, we're gonna get back well, in gym mode. <laughs> so okay, six. You know what? Let's make it. Let's make it interesting. What about? You remember we were talking about that TB12 mix? Yeah. What do we do that? We we put. Oh that okay there. okay. You want to do that? Uh, uh, let's do that. Okay. All right. So TB12 by... TB TB12 mix. So yes. by by the time we get to the Chargers, which is what one two three, that's the fourth game. So it's right after the San Fran game because yeah. they don't have a buy. The TB12 bet, I love it in honor of Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. Yeah, um, TB12 bet. Okay, all yeah. Right. Um, but you know, just to top top off this topic, um, I mean, Cowboys are playing good. I mean, I can't really say anything negative, but I'm always just gonna have that caveat in the back of my head, and that'll be the same thing going forward. Jake can get all giddy and like, oh my God, we're utter destruction and this and that. No, utter destruction is all the way around, not just one side of the ball. If they can do that plus Dak throwing like three, four touchdowns and then I'm like, okay, like we got something going here. But again, we're only past week two. I think I posted this on Facebook. There was the same status where I had all the Dallas Cowboys have just won the Super Bowl. Oh no, wait, it's just week two. So you can pound your chest all you want. I did it too with the Pats a few uh, years ago, and we all know what happened there. They got bounced early in that first round <clears> of the playoffs. So, and that was with Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Well, all right. What else right. you got for me? Right. What else? That's it for topic three. Are you ready to go into fourth? Let's go. All right. It's a continuation. So this one is going to be our week two picks. I've got the week two picks, and then I've got the season record for us. Okay. So, um, how did I not do? Not too bad. Not too bad, actually. Um, mm-hmm. so week two, I went 10 and six. Mm-hmm. You, you went 11 and five. Let's go. And, and Jake went six and 10. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. But a part of the course. <laughs> so, so, uh, for the, for the season so far, you and I are tied 22 and 10. Let's go. And, and Jake is, uh, 14 and 18. <laughs> Jake you gotta get some better picks. I got him right here. Yeah. So let's yeah, see. He's, he's, he's got it. Yeah, we'll it, get into I mean, that. He's, um, this is a this should be a bounce a good bounce back week for somebody like him, but we'll see on his picks. I haven't really I have him right in front of me, but I haven't looked at him. So Yeah, I saw I think I took a glance at him the other night and I was like, Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> um just just real quick, I wanna before we get into those two of those uh week 
three matchups. I just want to mention our social medias that we got going on. Yes. Our e- our email our email is two minute. You got to spell out the number two T W O minute drive podcast at outlook dot com. Our Twitter page is at letter U and then roughness pod. And then, uh, of course, you've got the Facebook page going up at the Two Minute Drive. Um, yeah, just search you up. Can, no, go ahead. Yeah, just search up Two Minute Drive podcast on Facebook. You can find it. Um, page is growing fast, so I appreciate all the follows, all the likes. So we've uh, we've also got the Instagram, and yeah. that one is at Two Minute Podcast, Two Minute Drive Podcast as well on Instagram. Uh, hey, folks, look. You know, send me, send your emails in. I'm, I'm looking at the emails, you know, when they come in, if you want to, you know, put in or, or contribute to our, our top five or power rankings, or if you want to throw in some picks, or if you want to throw in a topic that you want us to talk about on the air, you know, email us, send us a Twitter, send, uh, you know, or a message, uh, come on the show. Um, Robert, I didn't tell you this, but I was telling my buddy, my buddy, Chris, we were mm-hmm. talking on the phone and, and he was like, Hey, you know, I want to get on the show and he knows some of his stuff too. Okay. And I said, Hey, I said, Hey, you know, send, send me an email because what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a list of the people that want to come onto the show. And then once we get more, a little more established, you know, and, and in time in a few weeks or so, we can start bringing in people and scheduling them, you know, but we need serious inquiries about this. Not like, Hey, I want to be on the show and then never hear from you. You know, like, Hey, if you want to say you want to be on the show, be about it, email it. I already said the email. I'll say it again right now. Two minute drive, spell out the letter two. TWO Minute Drive Podcast at Outlook.com. Send the email. Don't be shy, man. Come on on here. If we have Jake on the on the air, I mean we could put anybody else on here. <laughs> uh, so uh so yeah, send us the email. I'm gonna make a list, Robert. If you're all right with that, I'll make a list of who wants to come on to the pod so we can get them scheduled and, and, and get it going. Absolutely. Good stuff. Good plugs there for all the socials all around. Um yeah, you said it all. All right. So are we are we ready to head into our continuation of topic four, which is going to be our games, uh, the picks? Do we want to do you that? Do, that do we want to give our power rankings for the week? You know what? You're right. I, I skipped over that. Yeah, let's go ahead and do the uh, top five. Do you have yours? Because I have mine right in front of me if you want me to start. Um, yeah, I mean, it won't take me that long because I don't want you to be like, oh, you you, you piggybacked off no, me. No, 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 no. You're not going to piggyback <laughs> off me because nobody has this team. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick us <laughs> off here. This is the power ranking teams after week two, folks. At number five, and I know none of you are watching these fuckers. I know you aren't, so shut your mouth. At number five, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 2-0. and oh. Baker Mayfield is playing so much good football right now. He's so good on third down. He's making plays to Mike Evans. Um, the Bears... They were even when they were trying to get to him and trying to sack him, he was like making all these throws. He even did a sidearm where like if Patrick Mahomes would have done this, you know, everybody would have lost their fucking mind. But Baker Mayfield is playing good football, playing mistake free. The defense is beasting, you know. Um Shaq Barrett, you know, dedicated uh, his pick six to the loss of his daughter. May she rest in peace. Mm, right. You know, that's a little rallying cry for them. I'm not saying they should use that, but I mean like there's something going on there. I think with that defense, if they can rally together around that, I, I'm really, I'm not trying to be a homer here. Like, I mean, yes, they're my team, but they're also playing really good football and they're not being talked about enough. But if they win their matchup on Monday night against the reigning defending NFC champions, then I think you'll, you'll start to hear them in the conversation. But I have them in my number five slot. Got to give them their props. Good stuff. I'm going to go with the Bills. They okay. uh, surprised me. They're, Bounce they're back, baby. Yeah, they were they were looking like my uh, fall of the uh, 
Revenge of the Fallen, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, they uh, they totally annihilated Jimmy Garoppolo. Man, it was it was Oof. pathetic. It, it was, was so bad, Robert. It, it's so bad that I'm looking for a quarterback in my fantasy league because I got him in one oh, of my man. leagues. So I'm I'm looking for a different alternative. Um, great game for the Bills. Uh, that's what great running that's, game from uh, yeah. the other Cook brother. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Jeremy Cook, I think it is. But if they, man, can, yeah. if they can sustain that, I think they got something there because that's also always been one of their Achilles is, you know, not having like a strong running game. And that guy looked good on Sunday. We'll see. Um, I'll let you go. Who's your number four? Chiefs. Chiefs. They, okay. I, 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 man, I was. I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, Trevor Lawrence had a. Had a late, late an egg or something like that, and I guess that's the one game he laid it on. I think they um, both did. Wasn't that score wasn't that high in that game? No, it wasn't. But I mean, you gotta, you know, for but remember that the Jaguars, their offense this year with the addition of Calvin Ridley, Jesus mm-hmm. man, that is just an explosive. But and to just only have them go field goals, uh, I got to give it to the Chiefs' defense on that part. Yeah. Um, I didn't see really much out of Patrick Mahomes, but they got the job done. So I got the Chiefs at four. Uh, at number four, I got. Your guy, uh, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, they're, they're 2-0 and right now. Um, but the thing with the Ravens hey. is always injuries. So OBJ's injured. They lost their running back. They're not, I think they're not going after anybody. They, they're going with whoever they got. Um, yeah. But they, they beat the Bengals on Sunday in, uh, in a good divisional matchup in a game where, you know, if Burrow doesn't get hurt, they should have won that game. But they're kind of struggling with what they are right now offensively. He can't really move the ball. Um, but, yeah, the Ravens, I got to give them their props right now. They're on top of the AFC North. Uh, yeah, they're uh, – OBJ, real quick, we don't need to <laughs> spend long on this. OBJ, is he done? Um, I don't I don't know what, what, what the injury is exactly. I, I think it's his uh, – man, if I'm not mistaken. Is it an ankle knee, injury too? Uh, might be the ankle. I thought I, I thought it was knee, but I could be wrong. Um, but if it's the knee, I think he's done. Yeah, because I mean, this is why teams really, you know, because he was talking like he wanted that money, and I think he at the end he just had to take what was given to him, which yeah. what the Ravens gave, right? So, yeah. okay, well, I don't want to spend long on that, but I just wanted to get your opinion yeah. on that. Mm, but who's All always right, said, uh, who's always talked about OBJ not being the guy? <sighs> just saying. Again, Palace strikes again. All right, Robert. Anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, moving on to number three, I've got your secret team, and you you you'll deny it. the Dolphins. Okay. On here, I got the Dolphins. Um, I I really thought they were gonna. I didn't think it was gonna be a shootout. Maybe uh, I thought I, I was expecting a little bit more, but uh, I'm a little surprised that the Dolphins got away with that win. There, it was it was not a bad game though. Not, it was not a, too bad. Of a game. I, I mean, for my side of the ball, no. But for the, if you're a Dolphins fan. You got to be super excited. This is Mike McDaniel, man. He's doing some things on offense with that squad, and you know the this team looks like they're on a whole different level, even more than the Chiefs right now. A little scary. Yeah. Um, my number three is the Dallas Cowboys, oh, and again, I'd have them number one if they were an all-around efficient team with an elite quarterback. That's the only thing that's going to stop them from being number one until they can show me otherwise. But other than that, their defense is top. I mean, top scoring. You know, they're <clears throat> getting after everybody. Um, I'm kind of a little, a little nervous for Mac Jones and the Patriots when we go up there next weekend in Arlington, which we'll be broadcasting I, from. I, um, admit it. Um, but 
Yeah, just because the offense of the Patriots is slow, but I mean, gosh, the Patriots defense is going to have to come up with something good for that game to be even close because I don't think the offense is going to be able to get anything done. Micah Parsons is going to be flying around and getting to Mac Jones. He's not he's not a, a runner either, so that's not good for Mac Jones. But yeah, I got the Cowboys at three. That's a tie spot. If everybody wants to give me crap, they're in the top three. Like that's that's pretty good. All right. Uh my number two, I'm gonna go with the San Francisco 49ers. They uh they took out the Rams. I think they own the Rams now pretty much basically like how Aaron owns the Bears. I think yeah. Would you agree with that? But it was competitive um, for a little while. It, it was, it was, yeah. but they broke away. 30 mm-hmm. to 23, not bad. Uh, I got the 49ers at number two. Okay. I have the Miami Dolphins at number two. Again, we've spoken about their offense and how incredible it is. Um, they're just playing super fast right now, and I think that's going to be work to their benefit right now with you know, the other offenses not being – there's been a lot of bad offensive football, but they're the only ones in, along with like the Niners that have kind of like already from the get-go – know what they're going to be for the season. Um, so this is going to be the chance for them to jump up and, you know, they could be that sneaky Super Bowl team. Uh, we'll get to our revised Super Bowl picks because of Aaron Rodgers going down for this Fugazi over here. So we're going we're gonna to revise them. Um, but yeah, Dolphins are right now the best team in the AFC. My number one is the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. They are playing, I mean, you know, Dak, is not on the field too much to make those idiotic mistakes of throwing interceptions. Um, the defense is is playing, man. I I don't know. They're they're on another level. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're I think they're better than last year's defense. And with the addition of Gilmore, it just makes them that even much more better. Uh, you you got to admit, Robert Gilmore, he still got it. He had that one slip up against Garrett, but you know, he, it was a blown coverage, but it's uh, also still early. So there's a lot of season yeah. of football left. Yeah, of, of course you see, <laughs> this is, this is how you do your I'm thing. I'm sorry. You talk Abe, about is, everybody is, else. And then, when, it, and then when it comes, is it week 15 the Cowboys? Is it week 15 But when it comes to the Cowboys, you want to be like, Oh, well it's only week two. It's only week two. But these other teams, you're like, Oh man, they're going to have a phenomenal season. There. Yes. Because going. there is body of work to prove that. Robert, the Cowboys, Robert, it's a same okay. song and dance. Okay, Robert, Robert, okay. The 49ers defense is not better than the Cowboys defense. Come on. Right? Possibly. But I already know what you're going to say. That's fine. You can make that argument, and I won't debate against you. But the reason why I don't have the Cowboys at number one and the team that I have at number one, San Francisco 49ers, is because they're well-rounded all the way. And I'm talking not just on the defensive side. I'm talking on the offensive side of the ball. Are you kidding me? Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, all those cats, freaking, you know, did you see McCaffrey the way he's running out of his mind? He might be the only back that's going to go over like a thousand plus yards this season, in my opinion. He's going to be, he's going to get that rushing title. Um, the coaching is just elite from Kyle, Kyle Shanahan versus Mike McCarthy. Give me Kyle Shanahan every week, every Sunday. And that's why I have the 49ers at number one and not the Cowboys, because in the end, if it comes down to time clock management and elite quarterback play, I don't think until he can prove me otherwise, I can never have the Dallas Cowboys in that position to go and win it all. That's why they're not number one. Hmm. Right. Because what what was your well, caveat? You said Dak's not out there making idiotic plays. Okay, isn't that a bad really? thing? Because don't you want your quarterback out there making plays and sealing games? And, I'm going to – 
I'm going to tell you what, yeah, I want him out there and I want him to make those mistakes because you want to know why I want him. I want them to insert number 15, Trey. <laughs> but he wouldn't Lance. even be the next one in. It'd be Cooper uh, Rush. And he, are and you kidding? Are you? I think if if Cooper Rush were in this and letting him sling it a little more, I'd kind of maybe like the Cowboys at number one. But with Dak, that history, that body of work, I can't do it, man. I cannot do it. Fair enough. Is that a fair analysis? That's that's fair. That's okay. fair. I don't know. Jake, of course, would be like, oh, you you just a hater. You just a hater. Man. No, 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 no. I keep it real. Every, I'm not a homer. No, every, everybody's trash. Too. Everybody's it's trash, true. yeah. <laughs> Even the Dolphins. Dolphins, how did Tua win? Uh, they're good, Jake. <laughs> Are you not watching? Did you not watch them against the Patriots and against the Chargers? Like, that offense is incredible with the Dolphins. <laughs> Jeez. Um, <laughs> all right. Those are our top five our power top ranking five teams powers. after week two. Um, again, these lists can change, and it doesn't go based off of just record and all that stuff. There's other factors that go into it. So um, we don't have Jake's top five only because he's not here to defend himself. So I didn't think it was fair to list his teams, and he doesn't give reasons why, and he knows that as well. So sorry about that, Jake. Uh, we'll see you on the uh, next episode. Robert, did you, did you want to do the uh, revised Super Bowl picks, or do you want to run through the matchups and then do that? Or um, We could do it right now because, I mean, either way, okay. it's still what if for season three or week three. I want to I want to do – you're talking about the uh, Super Bowl picks revised? Yeah, we can do it right now. All right. All right. So we're going to do it now, but I, I want to get the audience involved into our uh, podcast. So um, this is going to be for me, and if you guys, you and Jake, want to help out and contribute, you can. Um, I want to, we have a new logo. I forgot to mention that earlier in the show. We have a new logo being made. It will get, uh, sent to me by the end of this month. And then that way we can upload it to our, our social medias. But, um, I want to get shirts made. Oh, and yeah. I want, I want our audience, our listeners out there to, uh, you know, submit their, uh, Super Bowl picks and then, and then whoever came kind of close. You know, maybe have some shirts or, or some like maybe make something. I don't know. We can come up with something. You and I, we can brainstorm later on and and have something for a giveaway. You know, for for a lucky audience member, okay, uh, cool. something like that. I want to do something like that so that way we can get the audience uh, involved with us, and then uh, you and I can talk more off air and, and even on the road trip and all that, and kind of just brainstorm. But I kind of want to say that now so that the audience, you know, can be like, hey, you know, who do I who do I think? And then you know, we'll pick the. Uh, uh, maybe what top two or something like mm. that or, or whoever we'll, we'll figure that out but i want to you know let's make it fun let's make it entertaining you know a shirt or you know like pin or maybe get some cups made i don't know we'll figure something out but all right uh, breaking wear... news so breaking news there logo come new logo coming at the end of the month uh excited about that um yeah, yeah cool fun stuff ahead for that um, it's, it's a stuff. great i think this this logo is great it's great but okay. we got some cool. fun stuff coming up but uh Super right, Bowl so revised you go, picks. You want to go with yours, Robert? You want to go first? Um, so first, for the people that are listening to this for the first time, uh, we do make Super Bowl predictions at the beginning of the season, right before week one. And then we have the opportunity to revise it post-Thanksgiving because, you know, injuries happen and, you know, we may just be feeling differently. You know, you, I could feel right now good about the Dallas Cowboys, but then by <laughs> – week 16 who knows like or post thanksgiving i may not feel the same um and I, that's a wrong team to use as an example because i'm such a hater right um but you know what i mean like things change happen through the course of the season uh the reason we're doing our amendment right now is because aaron Rodgers did go down uh in week one of the season which nobody expected but that's life in the nfl and i allowed abe and uh 
I don't have Jake's pick, so he'll get to reveal it next week on the show. But they both had the Jets in the Super Bowl. Um, So I'm okay with amending our Super Bowl picks. But since they get to do it, I have the opportunity early to make my revised pick. And I do intend on changing mine based on what I've seen. I know it's only two weeks, but I'm feeling pretty good about this revised pick. So do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll let you go. You want want me to go first? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So my original pick was the Cincinnati Bengals playing the San Francisco 49ers in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Um, The only thing that's changing out of that is the AFC title picture. So I'm sliding in the Miami Dolphins and the Niners. Shanahan versus freaking McDaniels. They're both coaching trees uh, off of the McVeigh, or they're all part of that same culture. So two high-powered offense and that defense against that offense would be incredible a lot of stars i think it would be a great super bowl so right now that is my current super bowl pick the miami dolphins and the san francisco 49ers in las vegas in february man all right yeah that's that's not too bad um mine was originally the cowboys and the jets that would have been uh something you know I would root Exciting. so hard. I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers, but I would have rooted so hard for him to win that game. Uh, yeah, well, now I'm going to go with the Cowboys, of course, versus the Dolphins. Oh, okay. You're a believer the now. Top, the top defense on the Cowboys versus the top offense of the Dolphins. I mean, that's got to be, right? I mean, uh, I got to. So if we're going by your new prediction, the last time – teams faced in the regular season and then in the Super Bowl was Super Bowl 55 with the Bucks and the Chiefs. The Dolphins and the Cowboys <laughs> play this season, don't they? They do. That's going to be hard. But <laughs> um, that'll be a good indicator of whether it would be a good Super Bowl or not. So I don't know. It could be an early Super Bowl preview. But again, I don't have the Cowboys making it that far. So maybe that might just be their Super Bowl whenever the regular season game happens. But that's a good, <sighs> good revised pick. I don't hate it. All right. <laughs> All right. What do you so want? What do you we want? are we are uh, we're ready to go into week three picks. Yes, sir. You wanna you wanna announce the uh, the games, the leadoff games, or yes. All right. Um. So let's start off with the Thursday night game, and that is going to be the one and one New York Giants. Try. Why did I sound weird there? The New York Giants <laughs> traveling to face. The 2-0 San Francisco 49ers. Um, I'm going to kick us off here. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, They're on a roll right now. Coming off a really good division win against the Rams. Who or game, I'll give the Rams their credit there, but the Niners are just all around firing on all cylinders. And they're where they need to be right now. The Giants probably took them everything that they had to come back against the Arizona Cardinals, which... I thought this would have been a beatdown from the Giants after the beatdown that they got from the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but they're in trouble. Saquon down. I got the Niners. Yeah, I'm not going to talk too much into this game. I'm going to go with the Niners. I'm going to go the smart the smart way. Um, Giants, yeah, with Saquon out now, I mean, uh, the, the 49ers defense is, is stout. They're, they're stacked, so uh, they're going to rush. Yeah, I, I don't see this uh, being too good for them. I'm going to go with the Niners. Okay. I don't know who Jake has. Jake has. Give me a second here. He has the San Francisco 49ers as well. So good, good, nice. good pick there by Jake. 
All right. right. Our next game will be the Sunday game starting at noon. The first one's going to be the one and one Indianapolis Colts traveling to face the Baltimore Ravens at two and oh. I'll let you go first here, Abe. I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, I, I've liked what I've seen with the Colts, so, um, but I mean, they played the Texans last week, and we all know the Texans are still trying to find themselves um, with C.J. Stroud. Uh, I like the Ravens. In the injury report, Lamar was on there, but now he's going to play, so he's fine. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens. Um, I got the Ravens as well. Um, you know, injuries are always a thing with this team, but if you look at the Colts, Anthony Richardson out with a concussion, even though Gardner Minshew came into play, that's Jake's guy. So he, I'm glad he's not here to pound his chest about that because I don't want to hear it. Uh, yeah, they were able to win with Gardner Minshew against the Texans, but here they're going to be overmatched and the Ravens got a better roster, even though they're injury prone. But yeah, he's, uh, Jake also does have the, the Ravens here as a pick. So nice. All right. All right. We're good with this game. We're good. All right. Next up, we got the one and one Tennessee Titans traveling to face the one and one Cleveland Browns. Um, I'll go first here. Um, the Browns lost Nick Chubb, and but you paid Deshaun Watson all that money. He needs to come out with a better game. He was atrocious on Monday. He looked bad. I know it's against the Steelers defense and they're big boys and they got TJ Watt and all, but man, Deshaun Watson was just, he's just been terrible since he's been back. And I think Tennessee can give him the, uh, they can do ball control here with Henry and Tannehill won't have to do much. I know that Browns defense is good, but I'm going to go Tennessee. Um, at this point, if I was Cleveland, I'd ask for a refund on that. Deshaun <laughs> Watson, I saw that game, Robert, and I was flipping back from that in the Saints game. Um, I'm going to go with the Titans. I, I was just watching Deshaun Watson and that. Uh, He's been out for so long, and I don't think he's got it anymore. I think he's just about the money. And I think he's going to get even more criticism. I know, like, gosh, if you were watching that game, the way he was, like, face-masking oh, these people. Yes. And then he shoved yep. that official, too. And, like, I mean, no, I know nothing happened out of it. But, man, he's just – he's starting to look a little, like, reckless and unhinged a little bit. Yeah. I hope, yeah, he, I think, I hope yeah. he unravels because that's just a personal thing. Like, ugh, the he fact had, that he got all that yeah. money. Yeah, no. Well, he had three penalties against him, and I really don't. You ever, you never really don't hear anything about a, a quarterback doing a face mask. Yeah, and it was <laughs> so, like blatant anyway, too. And when yeah. that, just real quickly, when that happened, and then like he got mad afterwards, like if like he was wrong, but it's like he grabbed that guy and then he threw him. Like I don't know, it was just yeah. terrible. Uh, Jake has the Titans as well, so Man. we're all matching up right now. Let's see if we get any different opinions going up forward here in a little bit. Uh, all, right. all right, you're good with that game. I'm good. All right, next up we got the two and zero surprising two and zero Atlanta Falcons traveling to face the Detroit Lions at one and one. Go ahead and kick us off on this one. Oh man, I was uh, I was uh, a little bummed when the when the Seahawks beat the Lions. I was hoping the Lions were going to win that game. That was a great game. Falcons, however, um, oh also with the Lions they lost. Uh, Gardner Johnson. Yes. Yeah. I did so see that. That's that's not good. That's not good at all. That's huge. I'm gonna roll with the with the dirty birds on this one. Mm. Bijan Robinson. Uh I'm still gonna stick with the Lions. They're back they're at home. Um they can still score points here with Jared Goff. Um I don't know if I trust the, the Atlanta defense, so I, I think the Lions are gonna be able to put up points, even though that offense is pretty good with 
Bijan Robinson, like just he's a contender there for rookie of the year. Yeah. Still got to see more out of Desmond Ritter. I really don't know what to make of him yet. I've only seen a couple of his snaps, so I, I need to see. I may that may be one of my games that I have on the screen on Sunday uh, to just pay a little bit more attention. But right now, I I, I got to go with the Lions on this one. Um, Jake has got the Falcons here as well. So this is our first disagreement. You and Jake are on the Falcons. I'm on the Lions. Uh, cool. All right. All right. Um, if we're ready to move on here, our next game is, is the 2-0 and New Orleans Saints traveling to face the 1-1 and Green Bay Packers. I'll start this one off. Um, everyone was boasting about the Saints, and they're high up in a lot of people's power rankings. But in that game against Carolina, like I know they beat them pretty good, but a lot of it was defense and and field goals. And I think I know Derek Carr had that one explosive play, so they're not really as explosive as they think or as everybody else is making them out to be. Um, but I do have them going to Lambeau, and I think they'll they'll have enough there to take over Jordan Love because that New Orleans defense is pretty stout. So I got the Saints. All right. Who do you um, have? I'm going to go with the Saints. Aaron Jones is out for the Packers. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, he's your big back, and then I believe Watson's still out. Love's okay, but he's not there yet. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, Jake has got the Packers winning on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm good with that one. Okay. All right. Um, Next up, we got the 0-2 Houston Texans traveling to face Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars at 1-1. I think think Dak had a better game than Trevor Lawrence. I need to look that or look that up and I'll give Jake his props. I think Dak had a better game than Trevor this week, but this is one of the London games, right? Uh, not yet. That starts, I think the weekend that we're up in Arlington. So, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. They're going to bounce back from that, from that loss from the chiefs. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Texans are still having to find themselves. So I got Jags. Um, I got the Jags as well. Um, they didn't score on, on any points really on Sunday. So I'm expecting a big bounce back from Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley here. I expect like a three, four touchdown game from them, maybe a, a touchdown or two from Ridley. Um, Texans are going to be overwhelmed here and they're going to go 0-3. I mean, what happens if they fall the way to the draft again to number one? Do they go for Caleb Williams or somebody? Or do you think How gonna... you got? They got Stroud. I mean, I, I think they probably trade – Trade down, number one pick. Yeah, I think they probably, I think they acquire some some trade assets and and get out of that. Maybe go to top five pick or something. See, like this that. is where the Vikings should come and play. Like, let's say they're they have a better record and they can sneak into that one number one spot. Trade yeah. up some picks, get that number one spot, get Caleb Williams and Justin Jefferson together. Woo! I'd I'd be good with that. That'd be that'd be a good move. We'll see. Uh, all right, who's Jake? And... Jake in this game has got the. Uh... Where are you? He's got the Jaguars winning as well. Oh, it's the second week. I think that he picks the Jaguars. Oh, no, I know. I think he picked Mahomes uh, last week. So, but he's got him this week. All right. Next up, we got the zero and two Denver Broncos uh, traveling to face the Miami Dolphins. Our Super Bowl pick here for the AFC two and zero in Miami. That's the other thing that we didn't give credit to Miami. In these first two weeks, they did it on the road, man. They yeah. put up thirty plus on the road, and now they're getting to go back home. Um, 
I'll go first on this one. <laughs> I, I I think they're going to be too much here. I, I know the Denver defense is good, but I think this offense is just too fast, and I don't think Russell's going to be able to keep up. Although I, I don't know what to make of Miami. Miami's defense was getting good after the Patriots, um, but I, I think if you're talking score for score, the Dolphins are just going to be too much for the Broncos here. So I got Miami. All right. Yeah, I've I've got Miami. I got I got them going to the Super Bowl. I got to ride with them for a little while. I got the Dolphins. Broncos are just. I think they're a mess right now. They are. Um. Let's see who little Jaco's got here. Uh, he's got Miami as well, so good. God bless. Good pick for him. He's got to get some W's. Good Got to have some good wins on his column this week. All right, right, you good with that game? Uh, I'm good. All right, next up we got the 0-2 Los Angeles Chargers traveling to face the 0-2 Minnesota Vikings, the battle of the Beatons. Who do you got? Hmm. I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. The Vikings, like I said, they're – they're a little lost, and and I think they're playing for a position now. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, I think this may be low scoring. I didn't give the Vikings defense enough credit, like I should have, because I was remembering the game against the Bucks, and they were like playing that. And I'm not saying like the Bucks offense is like super elite, but they're they were pretty efficient moving the ball this past week. But then I remember Brian Flores is the defensive coordinator in Minnesota, so I got to give the defense yep. a little props there so i think this will be low scoring but i i'm gonna have the chargers here as well again i i think their offense is not the problem here it's their defense and uh well i don't know maybe kirk cousins has an, an incredible game this could be high scoring i i See. i think it could go either way but i'll give the chargers the edge and jaco has the chargers as well oh. <laughs> all right oh man all right i'm all good right. with that Next game is going to be the one and one Buffalo Bills traveling to face the Washington Commanders at two and zero. Oh. This could be a really good game here. Go ahead and go first. Yeah, man, damn. Um, I mean, Commanders defense is 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 playing really really well. Um, but take, take your uh, Cowboys, San, take your Cowboys bias out of it. I was, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills. The the revenge of the fallen. Their defense is not bad. And Sam Howe, I haven't really seen much tape on him. I mean, is is he the real deal or what? But what happened to Heineke? I mean, what uh, he was a starter. He wasn't that bad of a player. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Bills. I'm gonna take a page out of your book from last week. I'm gonna take a swing here. I'm gonna go with the Washington Commanders. Uh, oh. Brian Behan- Brian Behenemy Behenemy is that the name of the offensive yeah. coordinator? Um, right. Commanders are scoring more points here. I love their defense with Chase Young back. I, and like you, man, I'm going to take more out of your playbook. You said the Bills were going to be up and down this season. I think this is another down week for them. They're on the road. Uh, I like Washington here at home. I think they could scare Josh Allen into making some mistakes. And, yeah, I'll take a swing here. If I'm wrong, so be it. I'm gonna, you gotta, If you want to win in this league, you got to take chances. So I'm going to go with the Commanders. <laughs> All right, who's the Jakey guy? And Jaco in this game has Washington as well. Folks, I'm looking at these like in real time. I had no idea Jake was going to pick the commanders. So before he tries to say like that, I'm piggybacking off of him. uh -uh, I did not see that coming. Wow. Mm, Okay. All right. You good with this game? I'm good with that one. All right. Next up, we got the late game starting at 305 or depending where you're at, folks, in the country. Uh, it is the 0-2 uh, 
Carolina Panthers traveling to face the one and one Seattle Seahawks. I will go first here. Uh, I think Carolina's super overwhelmed right now, just based on what I finally saw Monday with Bryce Young. He just looks completely lost. I love Frank Reich, but it's going to take some time. Maybe they need to put Andy Dalton in there and let the kid just learn a little bit because I think he's, if you shatter him too much, you could break him for good and you want to hold on. You moved up to get him at number one. So you want to salvage yeah. him as much as possible. Uh, the Seahawks played real good against the Lions last week. They're going to be in contention. I think they will be a playoff team um, and they'll even contend in the NFC West, uh, depending on how it goes with San Francisco, but that's still their division to lose. But I do have Seattle winning this game at home. Yeah, I have Seattle winning as well. Um, yeah, the Panthers got a long way to go uh, with, with Bryce Young. So I'm going to go Seahawks. All right. And Jake has the Seahawks as well. Yeah. Jake's got to get some W's on this column to tie back yeah. up in the rankings. All right. I'm... Next up, we got the the 2-0 and Dallas Cowboys traveling to face the Arizona Cardinals at 0-2. Go ahead and go first, Dave. Oof. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, Dobbs is their quarterback. I think they're gonna. He's a runner, but I, I think they're gonna stop this guy. Um, James Conner has been quiet, and they don't even have. Uh, who do they have? They still have Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. That's it, right? That's all they have because they traded away uh, yeah. Hopkins. So yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go Cowboys. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, but I want to throw I want to throw a couple of things at you. I think right now the line on this game is like twelve and a half in favor of the Cowboys. That's a real sketchy line for me. If you're betting, um, it should be a dominant game all the way forward. The Cowboys got the Patriots the week after, and any any possibility that they're overlooking and thinking about New England and getting ready for Belichick any possible chance they're overlooking the Cardinals this weekend? Do you see it happening? No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I mean, I'm picking the Cowboys, but I'm just saying, remember this, if this ends up being closer than what we think, because I don't know. Who did Arizona? I forgot who Arizona played in week one, but if they were up on the freaking Giants and then they blew it, but I forgot who they played in week one. Maybe the Cardinals aren't as bad as we think, but if we're if we're being realistic, the Cowboys really should come off with the win here. And Jaco, without even looking, we already know who he picked, and that's definitely the Cowboys here with the Week Three win. Um, the Cardinals yeah. played the Commanders. Car- oh, okay, and was that game was yeah. close, wasn't it? Yeah, eighteen to twenty. Okay, <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, uh, ooh, I don't know. There's something, this could be like, this is a stay away game if you're betting. I'm just saying that line is, there's something fishy about it. Um, of course, Jake would be like, no, it's just utter destruction. Shut up, shut up. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, just keep this in mind that this game ends up being closer. That's all I'm saying. But we're all on the Cowboys here. All right. All right, next up, we got the, uh, whoo, another humdinger. It's the 0-2 Chicago Bears traveling to face Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs at home at 1-1. One one. Um, I will go first here. This is going to be a, uh, a layup for the Chiefs offense. Um, I mean, and then the defense is playing good with Chris Jones back. They're going to be able to scare fields all over the place. Uh, it, it's going to be a beatdown, and we're going to start hearing about you know possible 
coaches on the hot seat and whether or not Justin Fields is just a complete bust. It's not going to be good for the Bears at all. Yeah. So you got Chiefs, right? Yes. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, not much to say. It's going to be a dominant game. The Bears, they're not going to do anything against the Chiefs' defense. Mm. And Jake, Jake, Jake's got the Chiefs as well. Man. <laughs> all right. All right. Next up, we got the Sunday night NBC game. It's the one and one Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to face Jimmy Garoppolo and the Las Vegas Raiders at one and one. This is another could be like a really good game. Um, go ahead and go first on this one. I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think Jimmy's going to bounce back. Uh, they're at home. Uh, the Steelers defense, they're a little pain in the ass, but I don't, I don't like that guy. Uh, Pickett, yeah. the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I don't like him. Um, <laughs> Gig term trash. Okay. So I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I think they bounce back from that. Bills lost. Um you know, I was gonna pick the Steelers, but after their performance Monday and everyone's calling for that OC Matt Canada to go, I mean the the Steelers cannot do anything on offense. And I know the Cleveland Browns defense is not anything to like shy at, but man, they just could not do anything. I think the Raiders got plenty of firepower here, but but the Steelers' defense is good with Watt, man, so they may put a lot of pressure on Jimmy G. But if we're going quarterback right now against quarterback, I do like Jimmy in this spot at home. Um, so I got the Raiders as well. And so does little Jaco. Jaco, even, even when he's not on the show, he's piggybacking off of us. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Monday. Um, let's go to the later Monday night game. It's going to be the one and one Los Angeles Rams traveling to face the Cincinnati Bengals at zero and two. Um, mm. Who went first? I went. You went first. On the uh, last I'll, one? I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna copy what you said earlier when we were talking about like the panic button and all that. Yeah. And I don't even know who the Bengals backup is. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. I try. I think Stafford will outplay this backup, whoever it is. Um, well, we don't know for sure that Burrow's out like that. I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday. Hasn't been well, said yet, but are we I'm going gonna, with the I'm assumption he's, the, he's not playing? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it, and I'm going to roll with the Rams. Okay. Um, oh, if, yeah, if Joe's not playing, it's definitely the Rams. Rams have been – I think they've already overachieved with what they're doing. Their offense is super young with Paka Nakua is already yeah. like a top, like I, I'm getting offers for him for fantasy. Um, yeah, they can go on the road here and win and it'd be a good strong win to stay in contention in the NFC West, which is again, looking to be another top division. If the Rams continue to play like this, I like them on the road here. If Joe doesn't play and if he does right. end up playing, I mean, you know, whatever, but. Um, Jaco's got the Rams as well. What the man? Hell? What the hell? Jake doing his homework this week, yeah. or he could just be blindly picking. But whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's time for our games of the week, which we select every week, and we're going to continue to do that as the season goes forward. And we'll leave those games for the end. Do you want to go with your game first, Abe? Or you want me to? Do uh, that? No, let's go with mine. Okay, go ahead. Uh, mine's going to be the Patriots versus the Jets. Oof. This is going to be Mac Jones versus that defense. That defense, you know, the Jets defense, let me rephrase that. Uh, they still, they're still a little, you know, powerhouse. 
defensive team. Um, the Jets will be at home, but I, I gotta I gotta put my my uh, my bet on the on the Pats. I like I said, Belichick. I think Mac Jones kind of snaps out of it. Um, I think this is good for them if they win because then that brings them into Dallas and that'll give us a good game. And, and if they get bounced by the Jets, and we'll, we'll see what kind of state of mind uh, Mac Jones is in. But uh, this will be a good game. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this game and how, how it ends up. I'm going to go with the Pats, though. Wow, this can work as a double-edged sword for me because if we win, that kind of saves the season. And if we lose, we're in super de- desperation mode going into Dallas. So that's kind of tasty a little bit. Um, no, I got to go with the Patriots. You know, season, I think, is on the line right here. If we can't get it done against Zach Wilson, which we completely embarrassed him last season. And I think if we can do that again, if Mac can just play it safe and not, you know, because Gardner ain't no joke. And if he can, if he gets a couple of picks off him, it may not be a good day for us. But if he can play, now, I don't want to say conservative, but make good decisions. Uh, we got to get that running game going with Stevenson. Um, Elliot Zeke ain't going to do shit for us. So I'm not even going <laughs> to mention that being a factor. Um, so I'm going with them for the win. But on the, on the upside, if they lose, I, I, I like us in Dallas a little better <laughs> just because they'll be in full desperation mode. 0 oh, 3, Abe, going into Arlington. Come on. I got I to gotta think about this on all sides. I, I, I play yeah. 4D chess, Abe. That's what I do. I, mm. I think about stuff way ahead of time. Um, no, I, I got the Patriots uh, this week. See who little Jakey's got. Jaco's got. Oh, he went with the Patriots as well. What do you know? Oh man, this wow. guy. Man, he's he's going to have a good record because of us. She, I know, right? Um, but good for him. He needs it. Um, yeah. And lastly, my game of the week, which I think is one of the better games of the entire slate here. It is the, and it's on Monday night. It's the first game on ABC, folks, if you pay attention to that stuff. It's going to be the 2-0 and Philadelphia Eagles traveling to face my Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 2-0, and the battle of the undefeateds here. Um, oh, boy. If the Bucks can continue to play the way that they did Sunday, I don't know if you watched any of that game, Abe, or saw any of that. The Bucks were driving the ball good, converting on third downs. Um Canellas here is just this is what Brady needed last season was a balance of running the ball and throwing it. Uh Byron left, which was just completely lost in what he wanted to do with Brady in that offense. Here, Baker just feels like he's in his zone. He's finally got a coordinator that can play to his strengths. And if that defense shows up and if they can keep Jalen off off balance, because I, I like Philly's defense, but I think Baker can make some moves and shake and bake. And create some plays there with Evans. I'm taking the Bucks, baby. I until they lose, I'm gonna write this high. I think they're they're a lot better than what people were expecting. Even like people that I like to watch, Colin Coward, thought they were just completely gonna tank the whole season. And like he's even starting to eat crow a little bit. Not too much. He doesn't really want to talk about them yet. But if they win Monday, he's gonna have no choice but to start talking about them a little bit as a more of a just credible team on the NFC. So I got the Bucks. Yeah, this this plays into uh, my narrative. I, I I can't. I don't like the Eagles. Oh, and uh, no, no, no. I, I, let me finish. 
the Bucks. Remember in the offseason, I was like, oh, man, they got Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and, yeah, you laughed uh, me off. I laughed it off. Hold on, Robert. Hold on. No, okay, hold, so no I, hold on. I, I, I admit that. But now I picked them up in my fantasy, and I'm watching. I did. I, I watched. No, I want play. you. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. I want you to give the proper props to this team, just like the way I've been doing for Dallas. That defense is monstrous. They're elite. They're Super Bowl caliber. I, you give the props yeah, to the Buccaneers I'm, right I'm, now. I'm, let me finish here. Do it sincerely. So Baker, Baker Mayfield. If if you look at him in the past, and you see him play, it's like, geez, this guy is just another Doug Flutie man. Like he's just he's good, but he's not good enough. But for some reason, he's wowed me so far in this year because I've watched him play, and he looks like he's a you know he's man, he is a veteran, but he looks like hey you know. Uh, I'm going to do this move. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to go out there. And he's connecting. Like, he's doing these bombs to Mike Evans. And and Mike Evans, at the end of the season, Mike Evans needs to take this guy out to a steak dinner or get him, like, a oh, Rolex sure. watch. Because Mike Evans is going to get paid. And he's going to get paid because of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has impressed me this year. And I don't say that much about anybody. Mm-hmm. But Baker Mayfield, man, he he looks so comfortable, Robert, Yes, in the books. He looks comfortable. He's making smart plays. He's making moves. And um, when they were having a little bit of trouble with Minnesota, he came. He brought them back. So he's in his element here. And I think it was the South Beach that needed to get to him. And 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 he's he's playing great. And I think it's going to continue. And I think and I trust him. I want him to beat the, the Eagles, and I think he, they will. Um, the the Buccaneers defense is not bad at all either. I think they're going to give Hurts a little bit of trouble uh, because he's been out of fun. They do get Gainwell back for Philadelphia, but that but I still think that they're going to take one of those big time receivers, AJ Brown, out of the equation, and Hurts is going to have to make some moves. And I think that defense is going to be ready for him. So I, I like the Buccaneers in this game. I'm, I'm still going to let me prop them up a little bit more just because nobody else in the media will do it. But Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. But right now, what the Bucks are doing, like with Baker, he's also able to move with his legs. Yeah. So yeah. if this were last season, like if they're getting to the quarterback, Brady throws the ball to the ground right away. Like he, Baker will make a play. He'll scramble and invent something. Or if not, he'll run it himself. He won the freaking angry runs week week one from uh, Kyle Brandt on the uh, NFL morning show. And he's like, he's stiff armed that guy from Minnesota. Like, so he's willing to get yeah. into I don't want him to do that too much because I don't want him to get hurt. But man, that's that's the cool thing for the Bucks this year is that that escapability and just creating plays on the run. So I'm I'm really liking this Bucks team. Like they really are impressing me. Like yes, I was gonna go for them either way because they're my team, but they are really exciting to watch right now. They're not like the most proficient offense, but they're 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 getting stuff done. I like it. Yeah, they they, they look exciting. I like when he had that press conference. He yeah. they were talking about the game and. He threw a little shade in baseball where he was like, oh, I'm not an Astros fan. I'm a Rangers <laughs> fan. And I was like, yeah. that's that's great. But um, um, I like that game. What does Jaco got? Jaco's got the Bucks, but I, I absolutely oh, know like... why he picks it. It's not because he believes in Baker. or the or, And I feel confidently saying this. So he can come back and say, no, no, uh, the Bucks are going to shut up. You don't, you don't know anything about the Bucks. You're picking them because you want them to beat the Eagles. And why? Because the Eagles are in the same division as the Cowboys. I know Jake's narrative. He's, he's so predictable and it's such a 
this is the only thing that popped out out of his picks. I saw that right away, and I was like, of course you're picking them because of that. Not because of what you've seen Baker Mayfield doing with this offense. Not because of what that defense is doing still with Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Vita Vea. You don't know about any of those guys and what they're doing. You're picking them strictly <laughs> because of the Cowboys. Huh, you make me sick. Uh, that's uh, that's week three, baby. Um, Again, the games don't look too app- appetizing, but who knows they could be surprising and some may be better than what we expect so but either way nfl's back in full swing and so i'm super happy and uh life is good life is real good all right folks that's gonna do it for this episode but want to do a huge plug for next weekend because we will be up in arlington for the cowboys versus patriots gonna be a huge sunday afternoon game oh hold on um so are we doing a show? Are we going to, well, are we going to we'll, do a we'll show We'll discuss it off here, but there's going to be a show for sure. There'll either be one or two shows next week, but if we save all of our picks and everything for Arlington, then there'll just be that one big show uh, next weekend, and that just means we'll miss the Thursday night game. But uh, as I'm plugging this, look up what next Thursday night's game, and we'll we'll decide on that. Um, but, yes, we're going to be up there in Arlington. Um, our goal is to obviously do the show we'll record it and make it a podcast and all but then what we want to do is hopefully when the game is over is maybe do a facebook live from at&t stadium depending on whatever the outcome is even if i'm in a bad mood if the patriots lose i'll still show up and and give the cowboys their props but either way it's going to be a fun time in arlington jake Abe and myself will be traveling to the Cowboys versus Patriots. It's going to be a huge game next Sunday. Um, crowd's going to be rocking. I'll have my Patriots gear, so it's it's going to be a fun one. Uh, what's the Thursday night game next week, Abe? Uh, we're having a little bit of audio issues here with Abraham. I can't really hear him right now, but um, we'll um, either way, there's going to be a show next week, whether it be one or two. Not really sure on that, but um, definitely a show next week, the Two Minute Drive podcast. Um, this has definitely been a good episode this week, good good breakdown and analysis by Abe. Um, and Jake will be back on next week as we travel um, to Arlington. Again, this podcast gets distributed <clears throat> through our – so, oh, Abe, are you back? Yeah, I'm back in here. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, um, so what is, what is the uh, – I was getting ready to wrap up the episode, but perfect that you're back on. Um, what is the Thursday night game next week? It's the Lions and the Packers. We yeah. can shave this. So we can save the show for Saturday. <laughs> um, I, even though it's a division game, um, we'll we'll save the the entire show for Saturday. Um, uh, while you were off there a little bit, I was mentioning to the audience that we want to do the regular show that we do. That'll be a podcast and all that stuff, and then. Hopefully, post the game, we'll be we can do a Facebook live from AT and T Stadium. And I said, it doesn't matter. Even if the Patriots lose, I'll be in. I'll do a reaction. I'll give the Cowboys their props and all that, depending on what happens. <laughs> or I could be the most insufferable person if the Patriots somehow pull it off next week, and nobody will want any part of me. I promise you. Um, but either way, we're gonna have a great time next week in Arlington. Uh, my vacation from work starts then, so it's gonna be a good start. And yeah. We'll definitely see you all next week. Uh, This episode will be up shortly. 
It'll be available through all the socials on Palace Off the Top Rope, through Facebook, Twitter, or Twitter X, uh, and Instagram, through podbean.com. You can download the Podbean app to listen to the show, but it's also available on so many different platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, Google Podcasts, Amazon. It's pretty much everywhere, folks. So just search it anywhere, Palace Off the Top Rope. You'll find uh, the past episodes for this two-minute drive podcast, as well as my regular show. But right now, it's all about football. So um, just check us check it's, us out. Uh, it's also on LinkedIn. They, I know you posted on LinkedIn. I have that's on my. Uh, my oh, that's my right, LinkedIn. Boss. I do. I do yeah, try to share LinkedIn. everywhere as much as possible. So, right. yeah, it it again. There's so much accessibility to this podcast, and uh, we appreciate all the listeners. The 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 listeners and the ratings have been good for these first two episodes. So we want to continue to drive that and grow it, and yeah, just hopefully become one of the just unique and top podcasters for nfl coverage here in san antonio in south texas uh, that's where we're based out of if you're listening from out of state um but yeah we're just trying to make our name here and just have a bunch of fun talking football and you know we get jake going here and it gets a little heated sometimes but that's all part of the fun and but at the end of the day we all just love football and we love talking about it and it's been a pleasure abe this week's episode talking everything week three yes, with sir. you all right, folks, uh, just check us out, rate us, follow us on the socials. We appreciate it. Again, Abe, um, you can listen back on the episode. He gave all the info for that. And we will see you next week from Arlington, Texas. Looking forward to it. Should be fun. Adios. Later.